Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsor, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Moss of Orland Park, and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, and Jay, a busy week for uh, for both of us. You had all the Blackhawks, everything that was happening this week, which, by the way, infiltrated the I'm Fat Podcast fan page how dare other sirs do that because that is a sacred space for no hockey and no basketball unless it involves fats of sports that's why i do it so i get away from hockey and other sports but yes. no it's fine you know it's a fan page they've got full control we just we just absorb it we mm-hmm. just inhale like it, else. whatever you want to call it yeah yeah yes. um well thanks for jumping on i'm going to pre preamble this one there's something going on with Xfinity in my area, so our connection is not the strongest. So if the quality is not what it typically is, we apologize. Um, but we've like done all the things we can do on our end to make it better. But I'm just mm-hmm. sort of dealing with an area-wide situation. So if there's a little bit of glitching, we apologize for that. Thanks for tuning in anyway. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We've got the fan page on Facebook that Rick mentioned. We've got our YouTube page, youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Make sure you go in there and subscribe there. You can see the videos. Those publish every Tuesday. So you can watch the video version of the show on Tuesdays. Uh, and what else, Rick? We got our T public shop links in our bio. If yep. you want some I'm fat podcast merch, we're in the process of getting the onion ring of honor shirt updated with a burrito Ooh. somehow. Uh, our guy, Mark Allen Fishman. Andy Reid will, <laughs> will find a way. Yeah. The guy who designs all of our logos, Mark uh, Mark Fishman from Unshaven Comics, he's like hard at work trying to figure out how to get a burrito in there. <laughs> and I think yeah. we're going to get to the point where it's like just randomly placed. It's going to be like, where's Waldo? You've got to find yeah. the new, um, you know, the new item in there every year. Right, but, he's gonna be like, "Can a table win next year?" Plate. <laughs> <laughs> I want a chair for Andy to sit on. That would be yeah, fine. Right. Um. Hey, I've had the uh, the mesh back chairs that I'm sitting on right now in there a couple of years. So you never know. You never that, know what, what might win. That's true. Because let me tell you, this leather chair ain't gonna win. Oh, I I think I told you this when I built when I started working from home full time, like when mm-hmm. COVID began. I did not have a good chair. I had like literally a folding chair in my office. I'm like this. I have to go get a decent chair. So yeah. went to walmart.com, found like a really nice looking brown leather chair. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll use this. See how it goes. And in like a week, I'm like, I'm sweaty and it's cold yep. in my basement. I shouldn't be sweaty and cold. So yeah. I had no receipt. I had no box. And I just wheeled the chair into Walmart. I'm like, I bought this on your website. Here's the. Here's the web page. They're like, okay, here's your refund. It's like, really? It's like, brought a chair. In. I could have, I could have done that from anywhere. Like, yeah. hey, I found these pencils outside. Uh, bought them on your website. Now here's some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was strange. But I got this one from Costco. This, this mesh back one, and I love it. So it's nice. great. Speaking of things I got, I completely buried the lead during our conversation, and I don't know if you missed this. Hmm. 
We were Thursday night. I'm down at the Homewood uh, baseball fields at Isaac Walton because okay. the travel tournament is happening. The all-star tournament's happening down there. So I was volunteering, doing some PA work and home run tallying and all that fun stuff. And Hope texts me and she goes, this family on our neighborhood Facebook page is giving away a Blackstone. Just giving it away. If you can come and get this, it's yours. She's like, do do we want this? I said, absolutely. I can't leave, though. I can't go and get it right now. So she calls our friends, Tony and Joe, and they go with her. They use their car, pack it up, get it to our house. So I got a free Blackstone last week. After all the consternation about, like, do I get a Blackstone? Do I just get something else? I don't know if I really need a Blackstone anymore. Then you're, like, trying to justify not having it to yourself. And now a Blackstone falls into your lap. Right. Now that I have one, I absolutely need it. (laughs) Yes, of course. It's cool. So all I did was yesterday morning was the first time I got to use it, and I made breakfast. I went out to Walt's, set my watch back 25 years, went to Walt's. Uh, got the, uh, a big bag of hash browns. We had a bunch of eggs. Uh, we had Charlie's stout bacon that I found in the fridge, been in there. Mm -hmm. Don't know how long it's been in there, but it turned out fine. Um, threw that on there. We also had hope had a, um, like a little Ziploc bag of bacon fat that she had saved from other times we made Charlie's bacon. So instead of using Mm -hmm. butter on the griddle, we were using bacon fat. So we were cooking everything on that, the hash browns and everything. And then, uh, made eggs, pancakes, it was great. So what would it cost me, you know, uh, $60 for the three of us to go to a diner? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was diner quality. The first time I made it, it was outstanding. The only thing I got to nice. fix is the eggs. I cooked the eggs a little too hot. Okay. So they thinned out a little too much. But other than that, it's just kind of adjusting and adapting. And if you go on, on TikTok, there are a million people that just show you, here's how to make this thing on the Blackstone. And it's awesome. This guy cooking with Daryl. He's like your typical rich suburban dad. But he has like two and a half million followers just showing people how to cook stuff on the Blackstone. It's great. Wow. Yeah. He's got his own line of um, like salt and pepper shakers and grill gear now and all this sort of stuff. And speaking of, by the way, speaking of big TikTok hits, our video from Jay's Beef. Yeah, it was like 28,000 last time I checked. Nice. Yeah, it's doing. It was doing really well, and I, we couldn't make one this week because Rick was out of town. Um, yeah. but we'll definitely get to one soon here. We could even mm-hmm. start doing them like I do one and you do one, and you send me yeah. the video or I send it, whatever. So there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of possibilities there. But yeah, so I'm I'm the proud over owner of a Blackstone, and then the per- people were like, "Oh hey, we forgot to give you all the accessories we have, so we'll get them together and then you can come pick them up." But my impatience, I'm like, "Why well, want it now?" Like I want the I want the weight like the the weight to put on top of the burger and like all the stuff that oh, goes with. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know what we're gonna get for free. So I guess I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait and see. I think well, next up is then, burritos. Oh oh yeah. If you yeah. can do that. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then I see depending on who you talk to about how some chefs just hate when anybody puts the weight on the burger. Because you're squeezing out the juices and whatever, you know. Some just want like the more plump burger. Some are willing to have more of a smash burger. It's it really seems like it's a personal preference type thing. So, but I find it fascinating because no matter which side you're on, people seem to be very shockingly enough for this world. They're very much on one end, one extreme or the other. I don't like smashing it when it's on a grill. Because then mm-hmm. you're right, the juice does fall down into the grill, and it's not. But on a griddle, it's not going mm-hmm. anywhere. 
it's true. The juice is still staying right under the burger cooking it. So um, I have not used one yet, but a lot of people who have those videos use it. So I don't know. I got a lot of experimenting to do, but it's huge. It's like four burners. I had at oh, one time wow. I had 13 strips of bacon, uh, like two pounds of hash browns and um, like maybe six or seven pancakes, like cooking at the same time. Jeez. Like, yeah, it was. So is your so is your backyard now just like <laughs> all grilling equipment? Well, I got the baby and, and I'm going to get the new I'm getting the Weber Traveler paying for that. Nice. So that's coming. Um, speaking of that, I did speak to the people at Weber and they want to put mm-hmm. one of their grill masters on. So these are some of the things we can oh, ask nice. about. Like, hey, like, how do you what's the right way to do this or mm-hmm. place your things or distribute your heat? I sure they get a lot of the same questions a lot, but if you've got a question sure. for a Weber Grillmaster, we're going to make this happen soon. Mm-hmm. Um, send us a question. I'm fatpot at gmail.com, and we'll get we'll try to get it answered for you by the people who know better than anyone Weber Grills. Yes. That's for damn sure. Hello, uh, Mr. Grillmaster. <laughs> can you build outdoor space on my condo so that I can have one of your grills? I would appreciate that. Thank you. I didn't tell you this. My mom bought like a smokeless indoor grill. So okay. it's it's a it's about the size of a I don't know I'm trying to think of like a, a comp like a big like serving platter so like imagine that size okay. right so sure. maybe like 18 inches by 12 or so okay flat and then there's like a catching area like a drip pan and then mm-hmm. on top of that is like a nonstick copper grill that gets hot with yeah. electricity. So okay. she's been, she can, then she puts it under her microwave and mm-hmm. she can grill burgers or whatever steaks on that thing. And then the, the vent on the microwave takes the smoke out, but it's not, it doesn't smoke a lot at all because there's no fire hmm. element. Yeah. Might be worth looking into. Interesting. It wasn't like, it's not the same as a charcoal grill, obviously, but sure. It got the job done, you know? So look, look into that. It could be a possibility for you. Interesting. I, I have so much catching up to do on that type of thing. Cause I know I've said it before. I've never been the grill master wherever I've lived. There are other people that have wanted, like actively really wanted to be the grill person. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if, if you want that bad, do you, and that's fine. And I'll enjoy the results. And that's pretty much what I've been. So when it comes to the grill, I've got a lot of learning to do. And I'm also not even in a spot right now to be able to do it since I don't have outdoor space. Yeah. Does it interest you to learn? Yeah, I'd like to learn. I could see you like getting into it and then just really going all in on it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I am with anything is like, oh, I'll pick it up. And then I'm just like in on whatever (laughs) it is. Like I've been shows really easily. I mean, anybody that follows me on Twitter or knows me at all now knows it's like, when I started watching Drive to Survive, then it's like, oh, now I'm just like in on F1, which is like the last thing I would have ever expected me to be in on. Yeah. So like, yeah, with whatever it is, if I get into it, yeah, I'm going to be full bore. Yeah, that surprised me that you were in F1. But it's, too. if the show is entertaining enough, you know, yeah, then that's it'll get you into it. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of people into it. So. I'm and the opposite a of that. Race this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, my problem is that I like, oh, I want to learn this thing. And then it gets hard and I stop. <laughs> yeah. I, there's, I have an element of that too. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, or I'm also, I think you know this, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. 
Um, mm-hmm. This has been pointed out to me by my new coworkers at CHGO. They're like, why are you so worried about how everything sounds? I'm like, what do you mean? I have to yeah. be. It's got to sound yeah. perfect, which yep. is why this episode is going to stress me out because <laughs> it's not like yeah. absolutely perfect, whereas 90% of our audience probably doesn't notice and or care. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it it's just a perfectionist thing for me. So if I try something and it doesn't go well the first time, I'm like, well, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, this isn't for me. Um, that's why I'm glad the Blackstone thing went so well yesterday. Because I would have been frustrated had it not. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and you'd have been like, someone else can take this. I'm Just going Wheel home. it to the curb. <laughs> yeah. Just done with it. Yeah. So no. now you've got the baby cue. You have, so you have that and a smoker and the black zone now? Yeah, the smoker was free too. My neighbors had that yeah. out on their curb. I'm like, I just right. took it. They weren't home. <laughs> I wrote a note and said, um, I don't know if you were throwing this out or just had it outside, but I took it. Uh, if you want it back, here's my number. If not, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I got a, a Weber Smoky Mountain Smoker. And then I have the Baby Q, which was also free because it was sent to Barry Rosner at the score, and he didn't want it. And I'm like, I'll take it home. He's like, go ahead. I don't want this. You know, Barry. Like, yeah. I don't want this free thing. It's a nuisance. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Everything is a nuisance to Barry. So it's a Chicago Cubs Baby Q. But when I get this new traveler, um, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give the baby cue away. I'm gonna pay it forward mm. for all the free shit I've got in my life. <laughs> nice, but it's just falling into my lap. It's not like it was like comped. Like, hey, right. you know, here's a free grill. We'll talk about it. It's just like we're giving this away. Right time, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. So it's great. So, oh, I should tell you about this, by the way. Um, huh. You know, we talked about it. Grandma Cookie turned 100 a few months yes. ago. We're having her party this summer, and I talked to Fredo's about catering it. Mm-hmm. What like our experience with Fredo's has been strictly like from a partnership sort of a yes. thing. Like we talk about like, okay, like here's the structure of our deal. Like here's what we'll talk about. Here's what mm-hmm. we get back. Like yada, yada. And we're huge fans of it. We go there and we eat yes. the food. But this is the first time I've, I've had to deal with them with catering. They're sure. catering the party. It has mm-hmm. been the smoothest process, the easiest thing in the world. Like yeah. we are so happy with how everything has gone. We're satisfying like, aunts and uncles and, and in-laws and like, and they're thrilled with how it's gone. Uh, so we're going to do like Italian beef, uh, lemon chicken, like all sorts of stuff for this party. Oh, nice! And they have been so incredibly uh, cooperative and helpful and saying like, okay, well, you know, maybe you have this many people, maybe this might be a better idea for what you're doing mm-hmm. than this. Cause it's just easier to execute. You get more for your money. Like they've just been incredibly accommodating and wonderful. So yeah. as if we can't recommend Fredo's enough for just going into the restaurant and having their incredible food, the catering service has been out of this world. It's just been the attention to detail is fantastic. And as soon as this event happens, I cannot wait to share a bunch of video. Maybe I'll just invite you, Rick, to, to Grandma Cookie's party and you can come hang out and, okay. <laughs> and eat some chicken uh, and eat some beef and uh, some uh, some lemon chicken. So uh, go look, Fredo'spizza.com, Fredo'sbakery.com. That's their websites at Fredo's Pizza on Instagram. Go visit the restaurant, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. But if you've got a party coming up, graduation, whatever, um, Labor Day, that's the next kind of big holiday we have coming up, and you need to cater it, don't hesitate. Call Fredo's. They will get you squared away. Great options. And, they, again, they work with you to create, like, the most perfect event for you. They're not just trying to maximize their profits. They're trying to say, look, we want you to be happy with what's going on. So here's what we would suggest. 
just based on our experience and take it or leave it. You know, you don't have to take our advice, but I just like that they're not just saying like, okay, well, what do you want? Cool, we'll have it. I like that they yeah. use their expertise to suggest and to steer, and it was really, really helpful. So I, this will not be the last time we use Fredo's for catering because you know the food's going to be good. Like that's oh, the yeah. that's the least of the worries. Right. <laughs> you know, it's whenever you're doing with these catering people, you gotta, you know, just in general, you want to mm-hmm. make sure everything's. I, I have never felt so safe and covered after a conversation I did with Fredo. So thank you to them. Uh, for making this happen and cannot wait for the party it's gonna be a lot of fun okay so last time i I went to minnesota i made sure to try one of the places there yes uh to be able to report back so we had minnesota trip part two this week and i tried something new again went to i think i i mentioned on the pod last time the like festival they have on like the thursdays and whatever where it's basically a bunch of street vendors and whatever yes you did okay so we were there uh, Tuesday night through Friday afternoon uh, this week and went there to find something to eat. And oh, did I. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was just like wanted something a little bit. We actually had two different places to report on. Uh, one, I actually kind of forgot early in the week. My mom and my brother were, were feeling pizza. So I and I completely just changed course uh, because for some reason in my head, I have to go chronologically because I'm an idiot. No, that makes sense. So, That's how you keep track of things. Yeah. So we had <laughs> uh, Pasquale's okay. pizza or Pasquale's, however you say it. Uh, and it's like like a New York style pizza. Pretty, pretty authentic and all things considered really good. Okay. Like good New York style pizza, thin crust pretty crispy on the bottom which was great we got like a half pepperoni half sausage situation and they they put that like fresh basil on top oh, of it oh yeah so like i mean for my taste and mind you i'm about the basil uh i i picked some of it off but that's because there was a lot on there but for like my mom and my brother they liked it they like basil in general a little bit more than i do so they were like oh yeah but we all considering all the good pizza we have around here like I would say if you ranked it with like Chicago stuff, it would be considered good. It'd be pretty good. Good. So probably so, especially for up there, it's like great. It is the thing up there. So actually, if you're in Rochester, Minnesota, have a safe pizza harbor that you can go to <laughs> in Pasquale. <laughs> so See, that was a place that. That's another project for us someday: is f- safe pizza places out of Chicago. And let's yes. just have to have people write us and say, I've been here and it qualifies as decent pizza. Cause that is, you're right. That is such a dilemma. Even if you're in like St. Louis, mm-hmm. the pizza is just totally well, different and awful. Yeah. It's just, ugh. so yeah, we got to find like a, like a, a pizza safe map or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with the basil, the, was it, a, was it chopped for, or was it big, like full leaves? It wasn't. Fully, it was somewhere in between. Okay. It was like it wasn't like straight up chopped, really small, but it was it but, was like a, 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 a would that be considered a light chop or an easy chop? Yeah, something maybe like that, where know. it's more like in thirds or quarters, maybe. Okay. Of of a of the actual leaf, so that's what. So like the pieces were a little bit. I think that was part of it for me. The pieces were a little big for me being wimpy about it. But like I said, for my mom, and my brother, they both loved it. They loved having like the bigger bits of basil on there and also say bigger bits of basil five times fast, <laughs> which I just want. So, uh, so anyway, so on Thursday, 
we were like, okay, we wanted to just try even just style something we hadn't had up there. So going around this, like, you know, looking at all these vendors and there I saw, what was it called? Two Brothers Authentic Barbecue. Yeah. You sent me the sign. The sign alone made me know it was going to be good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they essentially had like pork, pork sandwiches out there. And then they had variety. They had just straight mac and cheese. And then they had uh, the Moo Mac, which is brisket on top of the of your mac and cheese. And was it? The, I don't think they called it the Oink Mac or something. It was a. It was either way. You get pork on type on top of your uh, mac and cheese, or you could get the brisket. I got shocking nobody the brisket, and so did my mom and my brother. And it was awesome. The uh, the pasta was it was shells, so oh, you, you, know, nice. you got that the little bits of like pools of the of the cheese and in there. And you're probably getting some barbecue into those pools too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was almost like a, a little mini taco there that you could get with little because it was like a shredded brisket type thing. So it was incredible, and I saw the portion size was the same as like um like if you're out somewhere and you just get like the uh, like container of fries that could like fit in your hand. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how to describe. It. Yeah, like, no, like I know almost like a like a small appetizer type thing. Yeah, and I looked at it and I'm like, this might not be enough. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't look like it'd be that much. But man, when you dig in, it is it's heavy, <laughs> and heavy in a great way. And their barbecue sauce was more of like a sweet sauce. Okay, so it played really well, and it, man, I. I could eat that for days. It was so good. And like, we were all full by the end of it. It was like the quality of the brisket was fantastic. Like really tender. The, uh, the pasta held up like, and then, uh, we walked back to the hotel room. Like my mom and I grabbed it for the three of us walked back like a block and a half to the hotel room. Uh, and it was still perfectly, perfectly, uh, hot probably because it's just like so heavy and so you know yeah. like it, it's it, we didn't move anything around in there so we're like we're gonna keep that heat in there for as long as possible and it, and it worked out great it was the best thing i've it was the best thing i ate this trip for great. sure that's awesome that sounds so good i need to, i so gotta find a two, place uh two brothers authentic barbecue in rochester all right i mean for a, not a huge city you got some decent food They've options got some there. Good stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. And our, after our conversation last week, I just had to scratch that barbecue itch, and yeah. I, and I went to patio this week. My hope and I had some nice. time where Addie was at a friend's, and we had to do a little chore. Like, let's get lunch real quick. And mm-hmm. I had never gotten a brisket before, but last week you told me that's your go-to, so I tried it. Yep. That is a big ass sandwich. Yes, it is. Like part of my yes, like, if I have a small criticism for patio, it's that their pulled pork sandwich is not a ton of food. Okay. Like, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't usually fill me up. This brisket, mm-hmm. I was, like, struggling on the on the end of it. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, was, it, it was really good. And like everything at Patio, super good, super tender. Uh, the mm-hmm. buns are fantastic there. The fries are always great. And at the table, yep. they've got the hot and spicy barbecue sauce to, you know, dip or whatever you want to do. Uh, absolutely terrific. And we got a recommendation from somebody uh, in the email. I didn't, it was just a suggestion, so I'm, we're not going to read it. But Bomber's Barbecue uh, in Munster. Barbecue. Okay. So this is a place where maybe we could do, because uh, it's been a place I've been meaning to go. 
I keep hearing mm-hmm. about it, hearing about it. Maybe it could be a, a chew in the fat one of these days. Um, okay. Next week sucks for me because it's prospects camp for the Hawks. And then after that, I've got a lot of summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, I've still got plenty of time on my hands. So <laughs> I'm good. good yeah, we'll, f- we'll figure it out. We might have, we yeah. could bring our camera crew of Hope and Addy along too because they want to go too. So nice. um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be good. Uh, the other thing I tried, I, I two things I forgot mm-hmm. to mention to you before the show started is because I forgot to put them in my notes. Um, okay. I just had a taste for white people Mexican food. You yes. know, sometimes you just want a giant plate of way too much food. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we went to El Cortez, which is in Country Club Hills, 183rd in Cicero. There are other ones there. Um, but I was like, had kind of a late dinner or late breakfast. So I wasn't like starving, starving. So I got mm-hmm. the taco, um, the taco lunch, which is like three with rice and beans. Listen, okay. to this, listen to these tacos I got. The sombrero, and it's got the little pepper next to it, so you know it's hot. Tender pieces of sautéed steak with chorizo, onions, jalapenos, cilantro, bacon, and three different types of sauce. Oh my god, yes, dude, it was so effing good. So I got two of those, and the other one was. Um, do you got the taco ranchero? Yeah, the taco ranchero, which is just, you know, it's a steak taco with cilantro, onion, and green sauce. But that was also great. But that sombrero, man, it was I mean, like. You a, had me at steak and chorizo. Oh, it was so good. I, like, I don't know. I've just always gone there and gotten the basics, you know? Sure. Like, whatever. I got a, like a burrito suizo. That's always what mm-hmm. I get at those white people Mexican places. Um, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to try some tacos. That sombrero at El Cortez. Again, I'll say it again. Let's absorb all this. Sautéed steak with chorizo, onions, jalapenos, cilantro, bacon, and three different types of sauce. Oh, and that, and that, you know that chorizo is sweating, so you're getting all that chorizo flavor in the steak too. And oh, oh yeah, I was absolutely filthy when I finished eating that food. Yeah, like it was all over me. I'm like, whatever, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like it's, I, it's a, it's a decision I made. I knew reading the description that it was going to be messy, but. This was not like your traditional. I was surprised by the menu at El Cortez when I really actually explored it. Because usually, mm-hmm. again, I just go steak burrito, cover it with cheese, good to go. When I actually yeah. like really dug in, like, wow, there's some really cool and interesting stuff here. So check it out. El, El Cortez, Country Club Hills. I think there's one in Mokina. There's a few. Um, but it's it was really, really good. And I said to Hope, like, we've got to add this to our rotation. This is way too good for us not to be here more often. And she agreed. She loved okay. hers, too. She got chicken flautas which were big mm-hmm. and like you know sometimes they'll be really skinny these were yeah. like a almost like a two cigar thickness of chicken nice. flauta really good close to like a clarinet type thing the flute sure yes yeah. flauta is flute all right that's right flauta. Mm-hmm. at least in my head i don't know if that's actually true but in my head that's what it means chicken flute that's probably yeah. correct i don't know you're the band person I, no yeah, I'm. <laughs> I, I'm also. I also took like two years of Spanish, and you think that would help me? Nope. Let's see. Let's look. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember much at all. A U T A in English. Yeah, I think you're right. It is flute. See, chicken flute. That's not as appetizing as a chicken flauta. No, <laughs> definitely not. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with flauta. Yeah, yeah, and uh, for since you mentioned the band thing, uh. For anybody that follows me on Instagram, which there's not many because honestly I don't post Instagram that often, 
I definitely, uh, I showed out some of my nerdy side yesterday. Oh, I miss this. Yeah, it, it's in my story because I was out at, uh, I was out in DeKalb at, and I, at the, uh, at Husky Stadium because there was a drum corps show. Ah, on. my cousin Ryan was there. He, he is, uh, my cousin Ryan is in the Lincoln Way band. Um, okay. And he went, he got invited to that and went to it. So we didn't get to see him at the family party yesterday, but he is okay. huge in the band. It is like his mm-hmm. calling and he, he was out there. So tell me yeah. about this. It sounded really cool. Okay, so this was, and from what I understand, a lot of this has changed because of uh, COVID in terms of who goes where. Drum Corps is essentially for, I forget the exact age range. I want to say like, is it 18 to 22 year olds? Something like that. Essentially, you spend your summer doing marching band for these cores and you work on one show all summer, but it's a long show. Like, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know what the time restraints are, but we're talking like instead of a, a regular show, like halftime show, which is five minutes or something. These are like 10 minute shows. Wow. They have props. They have. I mean, they are incredibly intricate, incredibly intricate. Some of the cores like there's only I think like one or two cores left that are uh, men only, but there's i mean you have everything from color guard like all well no woodwinds it's all brass oh cool. so the sound is like i don't want to say more pure but it's more powerful so it's trumpets you know trumpets mellophones baritones uh instead of traditional tubas or sousaphones they they play contras which is essentially like taking a, a concert tuba and they put an extender piece on it so that instead of holding it upright you flip it up on your shoulder and the bell goes straight forward. Oh, cool. So they do this and it's literally months of work on the same show every day. And they'll travel to different parts more regionally than anything. And they'll do different shows to practice. And then there's the like national or whatever. I forget what it's actually called, but, um, the national event where everybody goes to see who actually has the best show is in Indianapolis every year. Oh, so fine. there's a lot that'll come. Is it in uh, Lucas Oil Field? Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was at RCA Dome before that. It's at Lucas Oil Field now. It's as close to like professional marching band as you'll ever see because of just the level of one, the quality of player, mm-hmm. the quality of the sound, the like with how intricate it is, everybody has to dance. There's themes to all these. And mind you, one of them that we saw yesterday, execution was fantastic. There, that's concept, the theme. No, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a hell of a theme. I would have, I would have preferred that theme to the actual one, which I still don't understand what it was. Like it was a, a core that was really, really good. But and a lot of times they're writing their own music for this too. Really? Like they have they have they either adapt some music to them or they're writing their own stuff and they have to write their own drill and come up with all the choreography and make all the props and do all that kind of stuff. It's a year long process. There was it was the blue coats who won the whole one thing. And this was yeah, there weren't a lot, there weren't some of the best cores there. I don't understand what they were doing. I, I really don't like like if they played well, they marched well. 
their their choreography was really good and well and well synchronized but the concept of the whole goddamn thing i have no idea what it was they had like this it was like some guy was having i don't know if he was having a fever dream about being in a cab with some weird cabbie who looks like burt reynolds or something because the they have a giant thing uh that looks like like a giant prop that looks like burt reynolds wearing like a cowboy hat essentially isn't that um uh smoking the bandit is it is that that must be what it was it. i think said something about lou reed and dennis hopper or something like that in there like the guy looked like it. i don't know maybe it is and i just didn't know it because i'm i don't know i'm just an uncultured swine let me see if i can find it in here because and screenshot it because i have no idea what the hell this thing was <laughs> did you okay. wash down your disappointment with some cheese nuggets though that's what i need to know no i actually didn't just what? because we were on kind of a t- we were on kind of a time crunch going there it wasn't like just me or anything oh. okay i'm sending you the picture of this prop with my sign out with my note on it that says wtf is burt reynolds doing here yeah that's uh yeah that is smoking the bandits smoking okay. the bandit well they never said such a thing so i was lost it looks like a very 70s kind of a vibe from the uh people in the band like bell bottoms and weird colors Mm -hmm. that no one should have in their house kind of a thing yes okay but it's one of those where if you did marching band it's so niche if you did marching band you probably would like it uh i don't like it as much as like some college marching man because i feel like a lot of the stuff gets done just to like earn points oh yeah like, you know let, yeah. let's do this and there's some things that like every core will do where it's like okay let's start in a square and then we come in and we make a diamond and then we go back out and make another square and prove we can stay in lines while playing and that type of thing so some of it is kind of boring like that but i still really enjoy getting to see it in person much more than uh than like watching a video of it so if it's something you're even mildly interested in, I would say seek out a drum corps show near you, which I think there's one. I thought I heard like this Friday in Rockford or something at like Boylan High School. So because that's where uh, Phantom Regiment is uh, based in in Rockford. So, oh, OK, that might be the most useless, like however long this was, five minutes we've ever spent on this podcast. But no, it's cool. Yeah. I It sounds like an awesome concept. It's something that you are into. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would check that out. It sounds sounds and, really fun. And when you're in person and you get to hear the like the the volume that they're able to push out to when you're in like decent seats, like it is it's palpable. One of my favorite it things. Is, to, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's it's one of the few things that makes me ever like miss marching band to a point. Yeah. Because I actually miss all the other bands, even though I was never as good at any of the other bands as I was at marching band stuff. Uh, I miss the other ones more probably because I was playing instruments I liked better than playing tuba. Yeah. That's true. One of my favorite things to do is when we go to a Notre Dame football game, like the band marches to the stadium, like they mm-hmm. lead the team to the stadium. So you can like get in line and watch them like walk in. And I always try to go right on the right in the line of the uh, like walkway. And you get to hear all the different parts like come mm-hmm. pa- like go by you. And you're like, that's not the song, yep. <laughs> but it is, it's yeah. just, you know, it's like the, whatever the clarinet yeah, it's part. Like a counter, it's, yeah. It's like a counter melody or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And it's yeah. really cool. It's yeah. a, it's a way to appreciate yeah, like all the, little, all the little pieces that go into making something like that. And did I talk about how, mm-hmm. um, we went to see return of the Jedi at the CSO? 
So the Chicago Symphony Orchestra just played. They get they get a copy of Return of the Jedi with none of the John Williams music in it, and then they provide the soundtrack live. That's cool. That was incredible. That's and I was really like, how are cool. they going to do this? Like, how do they know the cues? So the conductor yeah. has like an iPad in front of him, and the mm-hmm. movie's playing, and then there's like sweeping cues that go by. There's like a green, a okay. yellow, and a red. And I was mm-hmm. like trying to figure out what they all meant. Yeah. Like so, green was. Obviously, start yellow was like mm-hmm. okay. We're almost towards a a change in stopping point pace or something, and then red would be like the fade out. But then there was also okay. like a blinking white circle that I thought okay. was a beat, but mm-hmm. it wasn't because there was no like rhythm to it. So I couldn't figure out okay. what that was about. But it was cool. It was very uh-huh. cool and worth seeing. So yeah, I'm telling you, anytime it, like this is like the most obvious thing possible when you can see music live. Yeah, it's different, especially yeah. if it's. Like in the huge stadiums is is still cool, but like if you can get it in like a a little bit smaller of a setting, it just makes all that difference. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of um, well, getting back to the fat content, um, yes. the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jet thing was at Wrigley this week. Okay, and I had like thought about going, and then I saw the videos of Motley Crue performing. Have Lots you lots of fat content? Vince Neil is like at least my size now and he's okay. so out of shape that he can't like formulate his lyrics mm. he just does like two or three words per sentence and it just sounds okay. terrible it's it sounds like uh, that that kevin promo from the office of oh <laughs> uh, was it why use more words when <laughs> when less words <laughs> yes yeah. yes it's exactly like that so I couldn't bring because I'm a big Motley Crue fan. I don't want to go yeah. see a band I like just sound terrible. And everyone yeah. in the crowd is like, Ugh. like trying to like, oh, let's pretend like we're having fun. Mm-hmm. I was not up for that. So no. Yeah. All right. I got I have one more okay. food thing to share with you. OK. Um, actually, I have a couple quickies and then I have okay. a big I have a bigger one. Uh, Try the strawberry frosty. Oh, how was that? I got to say a little disappointed. Really? Yeah. I did not love it. It was not bad, but mm-hmm. I just didn't love it. It was not. I, I wish there was a little more strawberry to it. Okay. It's like a little bit like a strawberry. You know, it's yeah. like kind of subtle. Uh, I could have yeah. used a little more strawberry. So there's that. Okay. A new Jenny's ice cream we tried. Uh, cinna- skillet cinnamon roll. I mean, Whoa. you don't need to. I don't need to review that. that. Just sounds good. know that that exists and then go buy it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I tried two new items at Taco Bell this week. Why? Okay. Because I'm a masochist. Um, <laughs> the first I tried was the crispy cantina chicken taco. So this is a soft shell taco with a basically a chicken tender in it. And then all the traditional White Castle, top, White Castle Taco Bell toppings. Uh, that was really good. The tender was really crispy, really hot, like in terms of temperature. And... Nice. It was meaty. It wasn't like skimpy on the meat. Like it was mm-hmm. a nice thick chicken tender. Yeah. Then I got the cheesy double beef burrito. Okay. So no bad words there. Well, you and I often talk about Taco Bell is one flavor with many yes. textures. Mm-hmm. This thing is all of it. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, it is all the Taco Bell stuffed in to a burrito. Yeah, a, um, new, a new employee. They're like, "What goes into this?" Yes, yes just dump everything. It's rice. <laughs> I believe it had beans, beef, okay. cheese, 
crispy strips. Uh, I skipped the sour cream because I don't like sour cream. Um, and it was all like just kind of mashed. And I, I mm-hmm. the ingredients sound like it would be great, but it really yeah. just became like a big blob of Taco Bellness. Um, okay. It wasn't bad. But I feel like yeah. if maybe they doubled the crispy strips to add that little crunch element to it, it Texture. would be a little bit better. Because, you know, Taco Bell burritos are a little flimsy. Yeah. Like a good burrito, you shouldn't be able to hold straight and it like it shouldn't like limp over to the other side. It shouldn't right. be a flaccid like should, burrito. Or you shouldn't be able to like see your like the indentations of your finger in the burrito. <laughs> Ideally, yes. <laughs> like, you know, because it just like forms to your hand. Yes. So they're a little bit. Uh, Taco Bell burritos are traditionally pretty limp. Um, this okay. was full. There was a lot of stuff in it, but it just needed, I don't know. It was, it was kind of a mess. It didn't taste bad. It didn't. Mm. It was, again, if you like Taco Bell, you will like this, but it was just, there was no like nuance to it at all. It was all just very much everything all at once. So I'm not, not recommending it cause it wasn't bad. It was just mm-hmm. kind of, I felt like it could have been better. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Not terrible. I- I need, especially from there, I need, I need the textural difference though. Like I almost never get a burrito from there. That's why like the cheesy gordita crunch is perfect for me. Yeah. I, cause obviously I get that. I get the hard shell. I get the soft shell. I get, uh, I get the cheese in there as well. Like in melted cheese and the non-melted cheese. Like it's, that's where it is for me. Like I, I'm just not really going to stray from it too often. No, so I, and that description doesn't make me want to try that. No, I, I, I seriously, because now, like when you go into a Taco Bell, they prefer that you order from the kiosk. Interesting. So you can just add more crispy strips. Mm-hmm. So if I did that, I feel like it would have really helped. But OK, I'm with you. I think just in general, their burrito products are they all kind of fall into this category of it's just too much going on and it doesn't have the stability to you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't have mm-hmm. the the strength to support what a burrito should be. It just feels like yeah. you're biting into a water balloon or something. Yeah, this is very <laughs> like way it's, to put too, it. it's too like flu. Like a burrito's got to have substance and heft. Yes, and this is just kind of a bag of stuff. That's how it feels. <laughs> the Taco Bell bag of stuff. <laughs> well, that, they'll have that, and they'll discontinue that too. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, uh, something and. A couple celebrity versions of uh, things and people that fats can appreciate. Yes. There was the picture that made the rounds. The picture seen around the world because you needed the entire world to see around all of it. (laughs) Which was Daniel Vogelbach standing at first base next to first baseman Rowdy Tellez of the Brewers. This is maybe the two fattest people in baseball standing next to each other at first base and everybody and their brother sent the picture to us and we appreciate you. Yeah. Because it. it is awesome. Vogelbach trying to figure him out because I think he's also jacked. Like I think okay. underneath his fat, he's probably very muscular. Okay. Because he looks like, I don't know, he just looks uncomfortable all the time. Doesn't yes. he? But then you look mm-hmm. at him and like his uniform fits him pretty well for a fat guy. Right. I don't know. He just looks like he's, you know, the feeling you have when you eat too much and you feel like you're going to pop. He yes. looks like he has that feeling all the time. I like that. That That's a good way to put that. Yeah. Because it's not like, 
it's not like Billy Bob from Varsity Blues where it's all it's all in his stomach essentially. <laughs> right. He, yeah, like he's he, it's in his it's in his face and in his stomach. Because if you see like his shoulders, it looks like you can see the shoulders just fine. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little bit of the man boobage going on, but not not enough considering how big he actually was. It was just like located in two primary areas. Right. You know what else could be happening with Vogelbach too is he just could be perpetually sucking it in, which would give him that True. appearance of uncomfortability. Because okay. I'm even I'm doing it like I'm sucking my gut in now and it forces you like into better posture, and mm-hmm. you're just feeling stiff everywhere as you Congrats. suck in your gut, <laughs> almost. <laughs> um, th- <laughs> yeah, so that could be what he's doing to it. I'm on base. I got to suck in the gut while I'm while I'm on the field so I don't become a meme. Well, sorry, buddy. It already yeah. happened. Yes, it has. Okay, are you... I forget, are you a Stranger Things guy? So, yes, but the problem is okay. we haven't watched any of the new season yet because Addie okay. wants to watch it now, so we're starting from the beginning. Mm. So okay. we're like... probably two quarter, two, three quarters of the way through the first season. Okay. But I said to Hope, like, let's just... Like we just finished the bear and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, let's just wa- start watching like season four on our own, and then she'll catch up. Because yeah, I heard season four is like a lot more violent and scary than the prior seasons. Okay, which is an issue for that. me, but I'm gonna need to see it before Addie sees it because she is a wuss. Like she gets, okay. sc- I don't care. She can see it. I just think she'll right. get freaked out and hate it. Are there like mascots or something? <laughs> no, I'm still teasing her about it too. I got to get her ready for this Disney trip, oh, man. Tavo's in it. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Tavo Jeremiah's <laughs> in it. Just terrifying everyone. <laughs> he is a scary so, man. So, okay. So the guy, now mind you, I have not seen anything. So I'm going purely off the article here. Okay. The guy that's Jim Hopper. That's the cop. Yes. Yep. Okay. He's in all the seasons. Okay. Yep. Okay. So. Apparently, part of his gig was losing some weight for this season. No deal. So I'll leave it fairly generic since you have not seen said season. But after this season, he said, I will not be taking any more roles where I have to lose weight. (laughs) He said he's already gone back up to what he was before losing the weight for this season of Stranger Things. So, yes, he said he's already back up to the weight. He's because I guess his next role he's playing Santa Claus, so he had to like, go from <laughs> go from losing some weight to putting on the weight really quickly. And he's like, I'm he. I think he even literally in this New York Post article says, "I'm much better at putting on weight." That's way easier. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. David Harbor is the actor, by the way. If you want to yes. look him up, um, I like this guy. He seems like a dude I can hang out with. He's mm-hmm. got kind of the same like weird hairline that I have, like the baldingness starting to happen uh he's got yes. a good messy beard uh he's got dad bod uh totally you know like kind of chunky but big guy he's got an he's got an, an element of j.o sanders to him j.o sanders i don't know who that is he was is he related to the colonel <laughs> he's not related <laughs> to the colonel the colonel he, uh... <laughs> okay apparently the only reason I know him is because of being in like in like kids movies that I've seen. He was in the Big Green. Is it like J dot O dot Sanders or is it like J O Sanders? Like he's J- Irish. J O J A Y O period 
Sanders. So like, I think it's just like he only has a middle initial. Oh, he's the oh, that he, guy actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen yes. him in a ton yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he's in. He's in the day after tomorrow. That, I was like, there's something else I've seen that's not kid that is. Uh, he's been in. Yeah, he's the guy who cut the rope on himself in the day after tomorrow. Spoiler alert. I'm looking up if he's related to Colonel Sanders. But you can see, like, I think it might be like head shape wise a little bit that, yeah, like, I see especially it. like jawline that there's a little bit of that there. Yeah. Well, sadly, no relation to the Colonel. I checked. <laughs> That's sad. Okay. I like those, so, uh, those tip, character tip actors. To him, though. And we yeah. should say by finishing the bear, uh, mm-hmm. who, I, I don't even know the actor's name. Um, yeah. Uh, he is all going to be a superstar because of this. Jeremy Allen White. Um, if you oh, watched yeah. him on Shameless, Shameless, yeah, he was lip on Shameless. But I think this this thing is going to like propel him into another level of stardom. Mm-hmm. Like he is a phenomenal actor. Yes, this and whole thing is is great. Just I'm t- like we. I don't want to talk about it because there's not a ton of. I mean, we could spoil it, but just know it is funny and dramatic and chicago based and real and just it's an awesome show i loved every second of it episode seven has a tremendous cameo for chicago people um Mm -hmm. and it happens right away and then that episode is some of the best tv i've ever seen it's only 20 minutes that episode but it's one shot and it is just insane it's wild and it is uh not one shot one take it is one take not one shot because there's various camera angles but it's one take and it is like 20 minutes of the most tension filled chaos and when it's over you're like that was amazing <laughs> let's watch yes. that again it's it's great and it just makes me never yeah. want to work in a restaurant ever yeah oh seriously yeah i i did it in, in just like when i was in like high school and like a summer after college and i was like yeah, I'm good on this. Yeah, I'm good on this. And um, and then just like the I don't even know if you want to call it a full twist, but like the way the way it ends, is not something you necessarily expect. No, but it's it's a good ending to where I don't know if there's going to be like a season two of this. It's one of those where it could end right there and it'd be perfectly fine, but it could very easily lead into another season as well. Yeah, I hope it does because I loved it. It's I, I yeah. don't I, like I, there's a lot of shows I really like, but uh, I, I talked about Barry. Barry is similar mm-hmm. for me as a show that I just adore. Um, this is another one on that level for me. So I loved it. I thought and I'm always like, OK, Chicago, it's going to sh- force Chicago down her throat. There's sure. going to be the Wrigley scene. There's going to be the Sears mm-hmm. Tower scene. There's going to, you know, but no, it wasn't. It was just done in uh, the right way. The yes. only little slip up they had. Was they were talking about taking the Edens to Naperville? And it's like you oh, would yeah, not take the Edens to Naperville, that. but no. <laughs> whatever. It's like the yes. one little, you know, that's the one little flaw. Yeah, found. the uh, the the kids' birthday party thing was hilarious. Oh my god! So it was so funny. Like just the 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 thing that happens, and then the reaction of who would have been mad at it or could be mad at it. You don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah, it's a great show. Watch it. We promise you it is the I'm Fat Podcast seal of approval. You yes. should watch it. All right, let's do some Ask a Fat, shall we? Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. 
Ask a Fat is brought to you by our buddy, our pal, Charlie the Bacon Guy, who sent me some chorizo bacon and pineapple habanero, or peach habanero there you go. bacon jam. Get your own. Here's how. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, chorizo, and raspberry chipotle. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, and the peach habanero. Keep those ideas coming for bacon jams or bacon flavors. For the month of August, we are not going to be doing a special flavor, but I might make small batches of a couple of different flavors, so keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for the new merchandise hats coming. They're going to be available in two different colors, and as soon as I can get a good rendering of those to share, I will. Special shout out to Sasha, who had her first birthday over the weekend. Aww. Love you, kid. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Happy Let's birthday, Sasha. keep the Sasha. bacon here, Charlie. Thank he was, you. He was about to cry at the end there. Did you hear that? Yeah. He did a little no. swallow. The little, like, mm-hmm. choke up swallow. It's all right. We see yeah. you, Charlie the Bacon Guy. It's okay. Happy birthday, Sasha. Her and Addie will be the future host of the show, and you and I uh, hand it down so yep. graciously. Um, get some bacon from Charlie. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. At Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram and at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. He's on TikTok too, but I just don't have that handle memorized. But you should go there. You'll see lots of bacon being made and food stuff. And it's really, really great. Uh, email him, get in touch with him however you want to, and you can place your order with him. It is fantastic. Uh, again, I said yesterday, I tried the stout bacon on the uh, Blackstone yesterday. Beautiful. Yes. And just if you got a Blackstone and making, the, making that craft bacon on there, just mm-hmm. it could not be more perfect. It was so Charlie great. the Bacon Guy on uh, TikTok. There you the go, way. Charlie the Bacon Guy on TikTok. So we'll add that also, to our list. He he sent this to me. I don't know if he sent it to you about Sasha's birthday cake. Did he yes. send this to you? Yep. How genius is that idea to just stack up zebra cakes? Yep, and, brilliant. And then essentially just put icing and stuff over it. Who's mad? You would. Who? No one's mad and. <laughs> how much time that saves yes and zebra cakes that are amazing is, yes it is and especially for, for for a one-year-old birthday what does it matter oh my god we spent so much freaking money on eddie's first birthday cake she had an yeah. ad, she had a beatles birthday um because you know she's one and she was a big fan of um course. but we got like a yellow submarine cake and it was like this whole thing it was really really good but it was more for us than her you know Oh, you think? But that, I mean, that's for your for for your first child's first birthday. That is a milestone. That's a big thing. To oh no, of of so, of course. Yeah, but it was good. And then we had like um, they made a big bass drum, like with the Beatles logo oh, on it. Cool. But it was made of a Rice Krispie yeah. treat, covered nice. in fondant. So we just like for a month, hoping I would just take it out of the freezer, let it thaw, eat some Rice Krispie treat, put it back. We, yeah, we got our money's worth on that. Yeah, it was, it, it was, t- I will say, as fond it goes, it was tasty. Okay. Um, it wasn't terrible by any means, but yeah. Yeah. Just in general, fond it's just kind of like there. By mm-hmm. the way, have you noticed on cakes lately that the hard candy sugar flowers are gone? Remember when we were kids, like cakes would have like rock hard edible flowers oh yeah now it's like everybody wants to like make the flowers themselves and right but i wonder what happened to those yeah but those sugar flowers they tasted good they're crunchy this is a big Mm -hmm. ball of sugar i've not seen one of those on a cake in a long time i want to ask when i go to mariano's today hey Hmm. what happened to the crunchy sugar flowers and i'll say sir you're making a scene please put your pants back on (laughs) um (laughs) please leave yeah please leave all right we've got some ask a fats to get to so let's do it 
Here we go. Hey, in fact, uh, Blake from Oak Park following up on the uh, pizza dip conversation. That's uh, cream cheese base layer, uh, tomato sauce, pepperoni, mozzarella cheese on top, and then you uh, scoop it up with crackers. So, yeah, we have that after Thanksgiving uh, food tradition. Yes. But I uh, want to make, okay. make a suggestion for the chewing the fat. Uh, Baby Gold Barbecue in Berwyn. It is attached to Fitzgerald. So if you go uh, six nights a week, they have uh, free music. So if you uh, pick a date during the week and uh, get out there on the patio, you can uh, check out some free music and some fantastic barbecue. I highly suggest the um, the Pork Belly Po' Boy. It is fantastic. Uh, yeah, hope you check it out. It's fantastic. Great spot. All right, thanks. That so basically the pizza dip is the taco dip that people make with the sour, with the cream cheese, the chili, mm-hmm. the salsa, and the cheese. This is yeah. cream cheese, pizza sauce. I think pepperoni was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like crumble crumble sausage might even be better. I mean, you can't go wrong. There's no real wrong yeah. answer there. I'm just trying to think like when you're scooping it. Where are you going to get the most? Yeah. Is it a whole pepperoni or are you like. I think you put enough on there though. Hmm. I'm going to make some. That sounds good. That sounds really good. And you throw, I bet you throw that in the oven. It gets nice and baked tasting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down with that. And then, um, yes, the place of Fitzgerald's uh, is really good barbecue. I've had it before. Um, usually half in the bag at some sort of show. So I just grab something quick when I get out. But I would like to try it in like a more proper. Like I'm getting a meal sort of a format. And that that's not bad between okay. us. Berwin? No. It's sort of middle ish. Yeah. That should be easy enough to I've navigate. got time to drive right now anyway, so I'm good <laughs> I'm good with it. Well, I gotta get my uh, the CX five back. It's still in the shop from the car accident. Oh because they got yeah. to like do the in- investigation and so Oh. Yeah. Hope got a, a letter from the uh uh the other person's insurance company. Mm-hmm. Like we hold them ninety respect. 90% responsible. You have to, you're responsible for the other 10 because you didn't react quickly enough. She's like, how do I react quickly to a three lane lane change? Yeah. And they're like, and Michigan law says that there's, it's like a, Michigan's like a no fault insurance state. So like they're, they don't, they don't determine who's to blame. I don't know. Oh, but we're like, cool. Odd. We're not in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sorry doesn't work that way anyway it's gonna work out so our insurance is on it but it should be nice. next week but i had to miss yeah, the show I, I, at fitzgerald's last week because of the car situation oh that sucks yeah i gotta uh i have to get a. my car needs a wash desperately because it has like the beard of bugs on the front of it oh from yeah driving to and from minnesota it's so gross but uh that's that's on that's on the agenda today because the thing looks terrible yeah, the, just because of that. Mine's covered in like tree sap or something. It's oh, that's but I did worst. get the for my father's day gift was the unlimited washes at Delta Sonic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm going like twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's here's something for everybody, and it is food related actually. Ah. Um, and it involves the car. I one time at Culver's, I think I wasn't paying attention when they put the uh, sticker on the car with the number. They didn't put it on the mirror. They just slapped it on the car. And now the adhesive is like, like if I just take two seconds, I can, I would assume I can get rid of it, but it survived like a car wash. Wow. So 
be careful when they're when either you or someone else is putting the number on your car. Yeah. Just put it on the mirror, like in on the mirror, either side, whatever way, shape, or form you want to do it. Just leave it off of the main part of your car. Good call. The more you know. Get yourself the uh, Gugon spray. Don't use a little bottle. Okay. Because it's like yeah. too hard to aim. Get the spray. Let sure. it soak for 10 minutes. It'll come right off. Okay. My tip. Pro tip. Just a tip. Hey, Fats. This is Chris in Iowa. Jay, you are doing Qdoba wrong. What you do at Qdoba is get the nachos because their queso is amazing. So here's my suggestion for you and all of the other fats out there. Get your nachos with the chips on the side at Qdoba. Get a scoop of rice, a little bit of black beans, the pork, uh, whatever salsa you want. Throw some guac, throw some cilantro. If you're into sour cream, do that. And cheese on top. And their pickled jalapenos are absolutely amazing they're the best i've had get a little bit of sweetness to them it's good stuff so put all that together and then you can scoop with your chips that are on the side to get whatever you combination of food you want on that chip and it is absolutely the best i have it like twice a week which is why i am fat and uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of the only reason genetics might have something to do with it also ah. but anyway uh yeah kidoba is amazing Chipotle is good too, but those nachos at, at Qdoba are just fantastic. So, all right, that's all. Thanks for the podcast, guys. I really enjoy it, and uh, have a great day. All right, I, I will try. I told you I'll try it again. That pork was really yeah. good. I'll get some of those that's pork actually nachos. A great call too. The nachos are good. So, like, if I want to mix it up from the burrito, I'll go nachos, and like, maybe I'm feeling lazy on a given day, and I don't want to leave my condo. Uh, I will get it delivered, but they'll just do chips and then all the stuff in a different thing. So that way, obviously, your chips aren't getting aren't getting soggy. And man, when you're able to get that perfect scoop in there, a little bit of everything, it is it's good. All right, and it's noted where their chips being slightly thicker pays off. Yeah, because like their they chips. are a little more sturdy. Their chips are better than Chipotle's. I'll say that that's for mm -hmm. sure. All right, let's get to some uh, voicemail or some emails, shall we? Let's do it. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. Speaking of the Mazda, go get yourself one at Mazda of Orland Park. Call Eric 708-444-3200. They're at 8910 West 159th Street in, you guessed it, Orland Park. Uh, my love my CX-30, driving it all over town yesterday. Yesterday we were at a party in New Lenox, so I took the long way home just because I like driving my car so much. I saw mm -hmm. our buddy Herb Lawrence just got a new Mazda too, and he loves it too. Um, and the party I went to, they have four Mazdas. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like, what? They have uh, grown children. So there's it's they're a Mazda family too. So it was Mazda land yesterday, uh, but I had the newest one. Everybody was checking it out. So I felt pretty cool. Um, love nice. my CX-30. And like I mentioned last week with the CX-5, um, my family was in a big accident on the Tri-State. And uh, they're totally safe. The car kept them safe. And uh, we're grateful to have a Mazda, in our, two Mazdas in our life now. But uh, happy that they were able to walk away from an accident that happened probably about 70 miles an hour. So um, awesome. I cannot vouch for them enough. Come drive by my house. Look at my driveway. You'll see two Mazdas. And you'll know that I'm not just blowing smoke. I love them. And it's the car I will own for the rest of my life. So get yourself one, too, at Mazda of Orland Park. All right. Got a question here from Bob in Payless. It's kind of a big question, kind of ambitious, but we'll do our best. 
He said, hey, Fats, I absolutely love the show. Keep up the great work. Summer brings car travel and road trips, and anyone who's ever traveled knows the blue road signs on the highways that point out exit numbers with gas, lodging, or food. Most of the signs that I see have basically up to six different spots that can be advertised on one road sign. My question for you, if you could pick any six restaurants to fit on a blue road sign, what would they be? National chains and local places are both okay. Basically, what do you need to see on the sign to know where you're stopping isn't shady and is worth the detour? That's from Bob and Payless. That's a good question. Oh, wow. That's a that's a big question. I will say if yeah. you're on if you're on the st- if you're on 55, there is an exit sign for Chucks and Darien. So can that count as one of mine? <laughs> yeah. See, are we talking about more hyper local to like like you would be for like for your area, I would be more or are we doing I think like we should Chicago just pick land? I think we should pick like national chains just for the simplicity of it. Okay. So like what do you like what do you want to see when you when you are exiting? Like what like what's going to make you choose that one? Right. Culvers, Popeyes. Um we probably it doesn't have to be just fast food, I think, because you get some of the like chain sit down places in there too. Yeah. Hmm. Those two for sure. Probably if we're just doing national chains, I would be happy to see like a chilies on there. Oh, that's a good call. Yep. I don't know if the patio original. I think so. I don't actually know okay. the answer to that. Okay. Cause I feel like I've seen, or I've, I've seen maybe like, see Arizona's like an asterisk because it's pretty much just like Chicago Southwest and ignorant. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I feel like I might've seen one there or something like that. I don't know if the patio would count. I would count that. I mean, um, uh, Andy's. Oh, that's a good call, too. Yeah, get a dessert in there. Yep. I think Andy's should definitely be on there. And. Huh. I don't even know how many I'm at at that point. That's a good I'm list. I think you're, you're off to a good start. I So okay. mine is mine's pretty basic. And thank you for going first um, so I can mm-hmm. work on mine while you were giving yours. I You got to have a McDonald's. Because it's just fast, it's reliable. You're gonna get a great diet coke. Um, sure. That's key. I think a Starbucks would be nice for the coffee people. If you're driving okay. on a long road trip, you want coffee that's a little more stronger than your typical like McDonald's or Dunkin'. So mm-hmm. give me a Starbucks. Uh, Culver's for sure gives yes. you the fast food sit down option, and then also the dessert option there. Mm-hmm. A Cracker Barrel is always nice because okay. all three meals Breakfast. are covered. They're all good. And again, you talk about like the same experience everywhere. I'm going to throw sure. in Waffle House just because no road trip to the south is complete without a trip to Waffle House. And then give me like, I would say like, give me a Chipotle or a Qdoba kind of a place too, in case I want something sure. a little different. You know, that's fair. Yes, that would be mine, I think. So whatever, you know, chain taco, like make your own kind of place you want to put in there. I would choose Chipotle because mm-hmm. it's still my favorite. McDonald's, okay. Starbucks, Culver's, Cracker Barrel, Waffle House. There's my six. Okay. Boom. Jeez, this next one is a uh, 
This one's a novel. It is a bit long. This is this is the war and peace. But it's a lot of work though, so I want to read it. Podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, right, Kevin put a lot Kevin, of work into this. Yeah, this is Kevin from Indiana. Fats while in the checkout line at the local Dick Sporting Goods, an old favorite snack caught my eye. Flavored sunflower seeds. But these weren't your ordinary standby flavors from years past. Here were the flavor options they had available from the Biggs brand. The, yeah, the Biggs brand. B-I-G-S. Yep. Yes. Not Brad Biggs or It's the Biggs. <laughs> the Biggs brand. Taco Bell Taco Supreme. Okay. Tapatio Hot Sauce Chili chile limon mm-hmm. we're going if i'm gonna white it up uh red hot buffalo wing takis fuego hot chili lime hidden valley zesty ranch no. whites vlasic dill pickle no and sizzling bacon mm, yes okay so i'll try the taco supreme the mm-hmm. chili limon uh, the buffalo wing doesn't really interest me which is strange because i like that i just don't i don't know if i would like it in that form but i think of those listed the takis hot chili lime sounds the best i yeah i agree okay okay he said i then went on amazon and found that there were even more flavors from big such as stub smoky sweet barbecue little caesar's pepperoni pizza old bay seasoning yes cracked pepper and cheeseburger Mm. but that is a fan i mean i would take that grouping over the other grouping sure i did cheeseburger weirds me out is there like a beef a beefy flavor on it though yeah like that's the thing i i that's the one i want the least out of all those right but like the rest the smoky sweet barbecue old bay and the cracked pepper absolutely like those are slam dunks the you know the little Caesar's pepperoni pizza probably good but scares me a little bit. All right, let's let's so let's pick our three from these two lists. That's what he wants us to do. Um, okay, I'm going Fuego hot chili lime. Okay, I'm going Old Bay because I'm just interested in it. Like mm-hmm. it just sounds like it might be good. I think I'm going to do yes. the sub smoky sweet barbecue too. I I love that stub sauce. That stuff is good. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm with you on Old Bay and the Stub Smoky Sweet Barbecue. I might just go Cracked Pepper. Yeah, that would be good, too. My third, I love Cracked Pepper. Like, that's, that's, it's, it's simple. I get it. But, man, Cracked Pepper's awesome. It's, it's never bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm going to, I'm going to pick one of these up. I need to, I, I do like having sunflower seeds. When I played, it was always the, um, it wasn't the, what was the other brand? David's. Not Biggs. David's. Yeah. David barbecue. Yep. Sunflower seeds. Those were the ones that I would have growing up. Yeah. The Biggs ones are good too. All right. We got, we're getting late here. I didn't realize how long okay. we've been doing this. Damn. Um, oh. This one's from our friend Southside Butt Rash, Carolyn. Last week, we talked about visiting Lem's barbecue for uh, mm-hmm. chewing the fat. She said across the street from Lem's is Brown Sugar Bakery. Get a slice of cake, get the cheesecake, cupcake, whatever, and or go about a mile away to Dat Donut at 83rd and Cottage Grove. If you do that option, there is more barbecue next to the donut shop. Carolyn, you are the best. This is why we love you. Yes. This is why you're our favorite, and um, that's why you always be special to us. I always want to – I don't know why I I read that when you were reading off the different uh, caked items. 
I was thinking of it like fugitive. Get a slice cake, cheesecake, cupcake, whatever. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's our hard the, target search. Then visit the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's me being an idiot. Yeah, well, it's okay. That's why Evergreen. That's why we do this. Yep. Exactly. All right, let's wrap it up. We may, we're getting the last three episodes have been long. They've been extended okay. dance mix versions. We gotta okay. tighten up. All right. Well, yeah. Because tightening up Titan is Titan. Uh, something we're not good at. We're not saying lose weight. Follow we're us. just saying Titan. We're just saying Titan. <laughs> uh, follow us on all of our social medias. And I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod Gmail.com for all the suggestions to for places for chewing the fat or what have you. Uh, check out the Patreon, T Public. Keep an eye out on the T Public for at some point relatively soon a new uh, Onion Ring of Honor design. So yep. keep an eye out for that youtube.com slash i'm fat podcast shoot the subscribe give me the old subscribe there and to the regular podcast feed subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe juke the stats because they won't juke themselves that's right rate and review the podcast we're getting close to 500 reviews that would be awesome to get a few more five stars to hit that 500 mark and check out our sponsors charlie the baking guy mazda of orland park and fredo's culinary kitchen so for Jay, I'm Rick, I'm out of breath, and fittingly, this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Good job, Vince Neal. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs>